Welcome to episode 10 of the Pod People. Wow. We made it to 10. I said it wouldn't happen. Double I know, digits. I know. And today's film, we oh. did The Ghost in the Darkness. That's correct. Which is a uh, fun, fun movie. Uh, all right, so let's get the facts out there first. It was released October 11th, 1996. 1996. Uh, yeah. Had a budget of $55 million. And then it grossed $38 million, so it didn't make mm. money back. It's kind of funny because one of the things it said was they made $9 million on the first weekend, which means that like people were like, oh, this movie sucks. And so less mm. people went to go see it. That was, <laughs> was going to be good. And then it just... Word of mouth killed it. Yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. And so uh, it's based on real-life uh, events, these uh, lions in it's Africa. Very loosely based well, on Well, yeah, but I mean, at least it's a cool story. Yes, it is. Um, I think this particular story, it's of the, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but the, uh, Savo Maneaters. Yeah, Savo. The Savo Maneaters, it's been adapted into, I think, like six or seven different movies. They're super famous, uh, lions. I heard of this case a few years before. Mm-hmm. It'd be Savo, like S-A-V-O? No, it's actually T-S. T-S? A-V-O. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have that. T-S-A-V-O? T-S-A-V-O. Yeah, that's nice. Savo were their name owners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get into the summary now. Please do. Right. What, was this? what was the main story? Yeah. All right. So, it is about this guy, Colonel John Patterson, who's hired to build a bridge over the River Savo in Africa by this guy named Mr. Beaumont, who's a monster. <laughs> yeah. He's quite a... Well, I'll let you get it. No, no, keep going. He seems quite tyrannical. I yeah. just like his leadership. Well, he stuff. said he was going to make him hate him. And throughout the film, he proves that he's going to hate him. Every every time you show, if you think of like a colonialist British asshole who's like yeah. better than everybody else, it's that guy. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to say like at the beginning of this, it's Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas. So that should be a selling point, right? Yeah. People will come in for that. Yeah. They they came in for that and they were confused. And Michael Douglas didn't show up till like an hour and a half. Yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So Patterson goes to Africa where he meets Angus, who's like the liaison for the company, uh, Samuel, who's there to bridge the gap between the uh, company building the railroad and uh, the uh, workers in the camp. And then the other important person is Dr. Hawthorne, who's like the doctor on site. <laughs> yeah. Manga. The inebriated doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a drunk. He holds it together. But, okay, so they get there, and then they find out there's been a lion attack. They expect Patterson to handle it and kill the lion. He does with one bullet because he's the man. So then they get seven weeks of peace. The bridge is going great. Everything looks fine. But then there's more lion attacks, and people start dying, and they try to figure it out, and Patterson has to try to kill the lion again. He's unable to, and then it attacks during the day. And then Angus gets killed, and they find out there's two lions. So now it's yeah, not it's just crazy. one, but two lions. And so everyone's wigging. Everyone's wigging. It's not going good. The workers want to quit. It looked like you were going to say something. I was, but I decided against it. All right. I'm just trying to run, get it through, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Beaumont shows up, and he's like, look, you got to handle this, or you're fired, right? He's like, I'm going to send in this guy Remington. You guys are going to hunt and kill these lions. So then Remington shows up, which is Michael Douglas. (laughs) And they're hunting for the lions, and there's, you know, some shenanigans uh, to where Val Kilner's on the hunt, and his gun doesn't work because he traded guns with Dr. Hawthorne. And then Remington's super pissed. 
And then they have this idea of cleaning out the old hospital and building a new hospital and then trap, you know, using the old hospital's bait. So the lines will attack there, but they the, the hospital it stinks of death and dying humans, and yeah. they they coat the old hospital in blood to make it even yeah. more attractive. So anyway, they set up the old hospital, but they attack the new hospital, and Doctor Hawthorne is killed in that ruckus, mm. and then they're like, "Oh snap!" So then <laughs> Patterson has the brilliant idea of putting himself on a perch, right, and it does not go well. But in this whole brackus of things uh they are able to kill one of the lions like remington kills one of the lions and then they're all drinking and having a good time and then uh you know patterson has a dream about his wife showing up and then he wakes up and it turns out remington's gone turns out remington's dead Hmm. and so then they burn his body and they burn the brush around the thing and then samuel and patterson they go lion hunting and they end up getting the other lion, and then everything's fine. The wife shows up, everyone's happy. They build the bridge, the workers are back. Everything ends perfectly. That's how they do it. And that, that's the rough summary of the Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, and they didn't even get to the first lion until like the very end. They were creating chaos, like the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, it was, to it was wild to, stuff, man. Just to even get to the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of dead bodies. All right, Tomas. We'll go to you first. What's your What's your favorite part, or what's a part you'd like to discuss about the film? I thought the hospital part was pretty interesting. They were waiting in the old hospital. They had uh, coated it with blood. They mm. brought some animals there to try to lure the lions so they can obviously kill it. Yeah. And it, it seemed like it was working at the beginning. The lions showed up. Good. <laughs> yeah. So it turned out the lions uh, had tricked them, and... They went to the old hospital. Yeah. Where nobody had guns or anything like that. Oh, yeah. And they actually, I think, I mean, they're just. Yeah, it was a, a smorgasbord, man. Yeah. Like, they were just like, it's dinner time. You yeah. guys are on the menu, man. They're just creating chaos. And that's when I kind of saw a little bit more of the. Yeah. Like, they're not just regular lions. Like, yeah. I, we saw it on the screen. Yeah, like, super crafty because it's like, oh, man. Cause like they knew they were gonna go out to the hospital, right? And so they're like, oh, all right, so we'll we'll move the hospital, and then they'll come attack us. We'll be able to kill these things, no problem. And the lions are like, yeah, but like, we got another hospital over well, there. Well, in in the hospital scene, yeah, when they're when they're trapping uh, the lions, when they have this you know blood filled place, and they stuck some live cows in there to make it super appealing. When the lions showed up, they started shooting at them without a real target. You know, they were never really. But, yeah. you know, if I'm a lion and gunshots are going off, then I'd move on and go, oh, well, look, there's sick people over here, too. Yeah. So, yeah, they just exactly. Moved on. Like, why go for the hard meal when the easy one's over there, right? Exactly. You're like, I could cook or I could go to McDonald's. I'm going to go to McDonald's. And this, this hospital, you know, there's people that are sick there from malaria and, you know, I'd assume one or two lion bites. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. a bad deal. And this tent just gets run over. Oh, yeah, man. Um, Lantern falls, fires start, people get torn up. Yeah. Um, like lions jumping onto people. Great use of puppetry. Yeah. Or like lion Spider heads suit. and yeah. um, very well done. That's some scary shit. Like, yeah, uh, lion heads. I don't know yeah. what you mean by that. Like, did they actually 
Is that more well, effective? No. Uh, so what they do is they'd shoot an actual lion growling. They'd cover oh. its face with blood. And I'd love to have that job, the, the guy <laughs> who gets to paint the lion's face. That's definitely an intern. <laughs> <laughs> and so they'd have this lion growling and bite on a piece of wood or something with a leg real quick. They'd cut away too fast for you to tell it's not a leg. And then they'd cut to someone screaming. Or they'd have someone in shot and they'd move a very realistic sample of a lion's body, a paw or a side or just a, a head and a face. They had several very good puppets that they used throughout the film. And when you when you do the quick cuts and, and the drama, you can really put some great stuff in there. And there were a few times where they just had a guy on a pole and a lion jumping up the pole, which was, you know, I don't know how much that guy paid, but it probably wasn't. <laughs> enough. Probably a little bit, a little bump on that yeah. one. Oh, well, I would, I would demand that, yeah. So yeah, give like, you an extra 50 cents an hour. <laughs> it adds up. Well, I figured that there'd be a lot. It's a, a lot of it lands on the editing, how you edit it to make it look realistic. Yeah. 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 That's where I'm at. But yeah. That's it's just only done a little bit of video editing. But yeah. I mean, all that advanced kind of stuff, I don't even get anywhere near that. You know? Yeah. But just seeing that. Well, it's. Um... It's pretty simple. Once shit looks fake, you cut. So as quick as it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was yeah. that was kind of my favorite scene. Um, yeah. There's all there's kind of similar scenes that like setting yeah. traps for the lions, stuff like that. that yeah. Was just the, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. I think that's like the funniest part of the movie. I guess you shouldn't say funniest part when you're like, oh, this is a good movie. I like this movie. But like, uh, you know, because we were watching this with our buddy Joe, who had to leave. But. Yeah. He was saying that they're like the worst hunters ever, and they're like pitching these guys as great hunters and all that stuff, and it's just like laughably bad stuff. Like they're ducking away from the lions and stuff. They're always at the wrong place at the wrong time, and so and they got this one trap. I never saw them use urine once. All good hunters <laughs> use urine. But they got this one trap. It's like a box, right? To where there's three people behind bars, right? And then mm. there's an area for the lion to come in and a tripwire, so he gets stuck in the box, right? And it doesn't work. But not only does Patterson say, oh, I tried it on a tiger in India. And then Beaumont's like, did it work? He's like, no, it didn't. So then <laughs> Patterson's telling this story, right? He's telling it to Remington when they're inside the hospital. And then Remington's like, oh, it's a great idea. I tried it too. And then Patterson's like, did it work for you? And he's like, no, but it was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth a shot. Yeah. It's like so. It's like there's these great hunters that aren't that great, but no, the, the just women. I don't know. It's just got this charm, man. I dig this movie a well, lot. Well, it's like you know, this is what is it, 1899, something, something like, like that. Yeah, it's, it's, 18, like, it's like right yeah. at the turn of the new century. You know, England yeah. is, you know, in smack dab in the middle of their African atrocities. Yeah. And um, you don't need like a lion hunter's permit or license. You were just nah, doing with a gun who went out there. Yeah. So this, like, for me, it was like. Michael Douglas's character, he was just like lucky over and over and over. Yeah, again. there you go. Like they show, I'm I'm not sure the actual person he may be based on, but yeah. um, they show him and he seems competent. He seems to get along with the locals and everything, but actual skills that are displayed on screen, I don't see any of them. Yeah. You know, he looks good with a rifle. His hair is real long. He looks real scruffy, you know, maybe. But he and he's got part. fun dialogue too. That's, yeah. <laughs> He looks like he fit the part. That's He's great I mean. at threatening Muslims. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> when his Michael Douglas's character is supposed to be this this world renowned hunter, and you know he looks the part and he acts the part, but uh, he doesn't quite perform at any point in the movie. Like um, 
Well, does he shoot the first line, or is that Val Kilmer? Yeah, no, he... Okay, so Val Kilmer kills the first one. Like, Patterson kills the very first one. And yeah. then, of the ghost and the darkness, uh, it's actually Remington that shoots him. Because he, okay. he jumps off the rock and that, okay. caps him. So, um... So his character introduction, there's a riot among the workers. Yeah. They're all rioting against Val Kilmer's character, Patterson, because they think that, it, you know, white dude shows up, lions show up, you know, yeah. it's a bad omen. So they're revolting against Patterson, and it's getting violent. People are waving clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And out of nowhere, a gun comes up to the to the ringleader of the protest, and it's... Abdullah. Uh, Abdullah, and, yeah. it's, and it's Michael Douglas, and he's got a gun to this dude's head. And, you know, they have a friendly little chat and, you know, it, it disperses. But that's that's our hero's character introduction, like, you know, <laughs> threatening a dude who's just doing his job and afraid for his life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Protect his workers. Exactly, man. That's, um, that's another thing that uh, I kind of have a interesting issue with about this movie. Like, it's kind of like watching a movie about the Civil War and rooting for the South. <laughs> like you oh, can yeah, watch you it but rooting. it's like they're yeah. building a railroad in the middle of Africa like it's all terrible like yeah. you know the workers are probably treated terribly you know the railroad's going to be used to exploit more natives like you just know yeah. like you know you're you're rooting for these lions to die but at the same time in the back of my head I'm like these people are going to yeah. just totally just like I know I know how this ends it's still going it's still yeah. bad yeah <laughs> yeah it is kind of funny when that happens in movies right where the yeah. good guy is actually like pretty shitty <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know man so that kind of looms over the film as well yeah for me anyway I know I know it's not a problem for a lot of people but I just like to shit over whatever makes people happy yeah exactly and this movie makes me happy so of course you got shit on it of course <laughs> yeah. whatever, I, whatever you love I have to criticize yeah. that's why we've been friends so long I guess that's a fair point <laughs> I don't know man I really like the movie is there a particular scene in like, general that you liked or just yes um, alright it would be uh, my favorite scene in the movie um, after they shoot uh, the first, the well, I say the first lion, the first, the first of the evil supernatural, you know, yeah, the crazy ghost lions. in the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first time they kill one of the brothers here, uh, they kind of get drunk. Yeah. Uh, it's Samuel, um, Samuel, and uh, I don't remember Patterson and Patterson Remington. and Michael Douglas's character Remington. in Remington. They're yeah. all they're all sitting around a fire, and I, it's like the the wee Spanish ladies moment from Jaws. Yeah, this film has a lot of just Jaws beats in it, you know. Yeah. And um, well, anytime you saw a, a line in the grass, you did that. <laughs> well, they do do a little beat. It's nowhere close to Jaws, but you know the the suspense raises a little bit, and it's you the know wind blowing and everything. It's it's kind of fun and kind of a tragedy. Every animal attack movie we compared to Jaws from like now until the end of time. Well, it's the king. Yeah, I guess the best that there's ever gonna be. So so they have this wee Spanish ladies moment and they're all having fun and a drink and then they go all off to bed, and then in the morning when Val Kilmer wakes up he's looking around, and uh, everything's fine. The bridge is being built. It's all good. And a train comes in and it's his wife. And his newborn son, because this whole time, Val Kilmer, he's been trying to get home to his wife and yeah. his newborn son. And, you know, once this project's over, he gets to go. So she's there dressed in a color I can only call colonial white. And um, she's out there and she's waving, oh, hello. And, and Val Kilmer sees out in the bushes, there's the lion. Yeah. Its tail's coming up. 
And so she's running, and Vel Kilmer's fighting against the workers and yelling at his wife to go back, go back inside, <laughs> and she doesn't see it, and the lion's coming, and yeah. like, at this point, my thought is, oh, maybe he's imagining the lion, you know, maybe he's gotten so yeah. crazy and so lion-obsessed that, you know, the lion's not really there, but then there's a shot, and the lion's coming for her, <laughs> you know, it's just bolting. And I'm like, oh, that lion's there. And then she's waving and she has the baby and she just gets tackled by this lion. Val Kilmer screams and wakes up in a cold sweat. Now, the moment the moment the lion tackles her, you can tell it's a dream, but like you could kind of yeah. tell from the beginning because it's just kind of weird and out of place that yeah. everything's going great. But um, it's so unintentionally comical. It's so great. I just like... <laughs> The way he hits the lady, yeah, though, it's boom, so funny. Like go. <laughs> so, so what they've done here is they've they've taken a, uh, they've like chroma keyed the background out of a lion. You know, it's it's an actual lion running, and they've superimposed the image of this lion over some lady falling over to the side, and it's a great little technical effect. And you can't they they do it a few times in the movie. They do it very sparingly because this is back in the day when a lot of that technology was. Fairly yeah. fresh, you know, '96. Yeah. So, um, so, but they use it here, and uh, I can't say it works because it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, the effect is fine. The effect looks good. Yeah. It's just the the way it's executed yeah. just makes you laugh out loud. I'm sure some people take it serious. <laughs> Maybe in '96. Like my mom <laughs> was attacked by a lion. I don't find that funny, sir. <laughs> I was funny though. <laughs> oh man! So we're talking about '96. Yeah. It's like 22 years ago. So that's, that's a that's lot, a lot ago, of technology. Man. Well, so no, I think. That's, would you say that's pretty good for the time? No, I feel like if it was done in the modern day, the lion would be totally CG and you wouldn't buy it. However, yeah. The the problem is with the timing and execution because timing is anything, and it could change a terrible lion thing into a hilarious like. America's Funniest Home Videos Tackle, <laughs> which is what this ended up as. So, like, it would be just as comical with a CG mess lion, but this is more of a um, copied and pasted lion, so yeah. it's not... It doesn't... The the quality of the effect doesn't matter. It's just the timing and the edit that makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah. That's the skill of the editor. Yeah, so, un so, so completely... Well, you know, and... I don't want to shit on the editor because they've done a lot of good time Such cutting this thing job. up. Yeah, but like it might just be that there's only, you know, two and a half seconds of the effect of the jumping line, and they had to make that shot work however they could. And I'm thinking it's more of a forced into a corner type shot. Like it might have been a directorial choice. It might have been a creative choice to have it go so quick. But just the the sudden impact of it, it it seems like a joke. It mm -hmm. it. Seems That's really funny. It reminds there's a scene in a movie called Jim Cotta. It's about a dude who <laughs> You're does. You're on your own here, man. Yeah. So there's a guy, and and I suggest you Google this because it's much funnier than I could ever see, than I could ever say to you. But um, it's another unintentionally hilarious moment. There's a man, and the the plot of this movie is kind of stupid. It's a dude does gymnastics to get out of like in a martial arts situation it's it's fairly stupid but they're walking around town the gymnast has his guide the guide's walking in front of him 
and a very odd caricature of a foreign person walks up. He's like, you're American, I hate you. And he, like, throws a drink or spits at him or something stupid. And then the guide says, there's been a lot of anti-American sentiment lately. And then right when he finishes, he gets hit with a spear. (laughs) There's been a lot of anti-American sentiment lately. And it's just hilarious and out of just... Timing. It's all timing. It's hard to take it seriously that way. Exactly. Yeah. It, it seems like a joke. It seems like he just slipped on a banana peel instead of gotten hit with a spear. Oh, but man. that's... It's I know like, I got off on a tangent there, but it's a comical scene and it made me laugh. Yeah. It's art just doing that. Like, each little thing requires so much time and experience yeah. You know, yeah. to get it to look a certain way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. It's a fun movie, I think, man. I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, and I know I know, I kind of talked about that thing a bit too long, but I, I really want to stress that, like, you know, it's really hard to pull off good comedy. Like, it's easier to have drama when you do it on accident. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that happens. Like, I've, you know, there's an old saying that, like, you can't diagnose comedy. It's like dissecting a cat. Like, it's not very funny, and at the end, the cat's dead. <laughs> so, there's no... And it kills the joke. So, yeah. but I think it's it's extra funny when when they stumble into hilarity without trying. <laughs> Just like adds another layer. Yeah, organically. Right? Yeah, that's the best way to do it. That's what I figured. Yeah, I don't know. So overall, like though, what do you think about the movie? It's hard for me to judge. I'd give it like a solid like fifty percent. It was like a really so-so Dang. movie to me. It was bland. I didn't care about the characters for the most part. Oh, yeah? Um, like, I like them, but I didn't feel like they carried. Like, Val Kilmer's supposed to be a British guy. It doesn't work. <laughs> I th- feel it like the very beginning when he's in England, they have him halfway attempt a British accent, and he never No, I, I think he's, like, Irish. I think is what he is. Because he even has that line, you know, like, uh, God created liquor so the Irish wouldn't take over the world. That is a fantastic yeah. line. I forgot about that yeah. line. It's an excellent line. Yeah. He he might be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, last name's Patterson, so possibly. Yeah. Hate to profile. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, they're Irish. They don't matter. <laughs> I can say that I'm Irish. You can say that you're Irish. <laughs> Am I Irish? Possibly. Who knows? I don't know, man. But I haven't written a poem or taken a drink in the last day, so probably not. <laughs> All right, Tomas, what do you think, man? I, I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it with you guys. The... I loved it, man. I, like, I saw this movie since I was a little kid. And so I think I have that nostalgia thing on, you know? And then it's Michael Douglas plus Val Kilmer. It was like two of my favorite people ever. Really? So, I mean, like, you know, I'm going to be biased. Like, Val Kilmer, I could flip a coin as to whether or not it's going to be an enjoyable film with him. Yeah. Like, I like I love I love Willow. <laughs> I feel he's good in Willow. Yeah. But then some movies I'm watching with Val Kilmer in it, and I do not buy anything he has to say. Um, this movie, to me, it shines. The only reason um, it carries is the lion attacks are wonderful. Yeah, oh, they're so spectacular. They just cut to a growling lion. It has blood all over its face. People are getting dragged out into the, yeah. um, you know, into the darkness. And it is it is fantastic. It's full of fear and action. And, you know, sometimes you just want to watch somebody get eaten. Yeah. And this film really scratches that itch. Yeah, Like, true. no way about it. I, like, 
it is not sparing on its use of of the lions. It doesn't hold back. Like yeah. it takes a little bit of setup, but once it starts rolling, you can expect lots of lion fun. Yeah, yeah. it gets going pretty quick. Yeah, it's just one after the other. Like the first one, the guy just gets dragged out. Mm-hmm. Shows him getting dragged through the through the bushes. Um, something something I'd like to mention about the lions. Uh, so the. The thing about this film is like, oh, you know, there's a rogue lion. It's going around and killing people. When the second lion shows up, I wasn't sure if I remembered hearing about this story or not. Because it was a long time ago and the second lion showed up. And I'm like, oh, it is this story. And I was really happy because um, this rogue lion thing, rogue animals, carnivores in general, they typically don't attack people. You know, they've learned it's not wise to attack people they don't usually end up living that long but every now and then an animal gets injured or hurt and its ability to hunt is um like regular animals is hurt so then they have to go after people or somehow they've acquired a taste for people the one of the theories for the savo man eaters is that they were eating the bodies of slaves that washed up because the river went to an arab uh a slave outpost one of the main ones in zanzibar so there's a couple different theories, but the fact that there would be two lions working in conjunction, it's never happened as far as we know at any other period of time. So it's just one of those anomalies that sprung up. Dude, yes. it's because the lions are evil. That's what it says in the movie. <laughs> That's why the workers were wigging. It's because the lions are evil. I apologize. Um, I was going about this from a biological standpoint, but it turns out the lions were just evil. There you go, man. That sums up everything. <laughs> that makes more sense. That's why anything happens is because somebody's evil, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I also had a lot of fun watching this movie, trying to decide which, what was the ghost and what was the darkness. It's revealed it's the lion, but like you know, I had assumptions that like you know it was colonialism ah. or. You know, something deep, but it was just the line. Yeah, it's just face value kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. exactly it, it, it has its charms. There are moments I like. Um, when when Val Kilmer kills the first lion, he does it with one shot, which is a big deal. Yeah. And uh, Angus was, you know, saying how awesome that was. And there's a foreman. He's only in the movie briefly because later he gets eaten. Yeah. But the foreman says, like, you know, I've killed a lion too. And Angus goes, you kill him with one shot? He goes, I killed him with my hands. And he holds up his hands kind of like claws. Yeah. And Val Kilmer gives him a smile and does the claws. And there's one other point in the movie. They accomplished a goal on the bridge, and they both do the claw sign to each other. And I think that's adorable. Yeah. It's a fun little building moment, and it's the only time I feel sad someone dies in this movie. Because the <laughs> foreman is like one of the first of the new people to get got. And at his funeral, Val Kilmer holds up the claws, which is simultaneously cute and I think kind of weird. But just in his execution of, like, mournfully holding up the claws. If he did it in, like, kind of a resolved way, like, I'm going to get him for you, claws. (laughs) But it was more mourning claws, which I don't know how they really pulled it off. But, um... I don't know what they're going exactly. There's a lot of moments in this film which I think looked really good on paper but didn't really translate on the screen. Um, When he's leaving his wife, she delivers a line like, if you want to build bridges, you have to go where the rivers are, which I feel like a screenwriter is writing and going like, this is gold! And then when she delivers the line, it just kind of falls flat. (laughs) 
That's the yeah. problem with actors, right? <laughs> well, you know, can't trust them to do anything. It, it's it's the old saying: one movie's written, another one's filmed, and a third one's edited. Yeah, you know, it's just it changes every every transition, every phase. When you read it, it's, you're gonna yeah. it's gonna yeah. be differently. Right? Well, do you think that with the story? I'm not saying like they're but like there's you would you like to see a better execution of the? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I've read I read two articles about this, and it's a really interesting story. Um, part of the problem is a lot of the accounts are taken from patterson's actual accounts uh, and uh, so of course he makes himself look bad he may have yeah. exaggerated a few things like they said like 135 people got killed for lions but the estimation is around 40 uh-huh. which don't get me wrong that's still lions killing 40 people is <laughs> yeah. ridiculous that's 20 apiece man <laughs> but like the parts of this story that are true they floor me like they they tried to build fences they tried to light fires the lions attacked in the daytime these are like nocturnal animals these yeah. bastards sleep like 20 hours a day <laughs> so my brother's a lion <laughs> your brother is lying on the couch <laughs> so like the the actual true details like if you know anything about lions you just kind of scratch your head and say what lions don't do that and well that's what people kept saying throughout the movie yeah, yeah. throughout the movie they say that but it's like kind of so hollywood it, it yeah. just kind of gets gets kind of buried but like the the truth of the story is quite remarkable yeah and that's why i think it's been adapted so many times See, I didn't know it was ever adapted like other times. Yeah, this is a, makes sense because like this is a really awesome story. Man. Yeah, it's, it's super famous. There's a few others. There's like uh, I think his name's Gustav. He's a huge alligator <laughs> that's killed a ton of people. Yeah, and they've adapted him into a movie a few times, but I don't know if any of them have really done him justice. There's uh, um. There's this thing, It's called, it was in France, I think. They think it might have been a hyena, but there was some wolf up in the hills that was just murdering people left and right. I'd like to see a movie about that one. <laughs> I am fascinated by stories of animals going rogue. Absolutely. Well, going animal, right? Yeah. Well, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's just animals usually behave in a certain way. Uh-huh. And humans can predict that certain way. But then through an anomaly or through injury or through possibly even malice... Sometimes animals just start attacking people, and I find those stories fascinating. Yeah. There's a bear in Japan who went crazy, and these become myths and legends, and they get bigger with every telling. But the true kernels of fact are usually something that just keeps drawing me to these stories. Yeah. It's like that really happened. Yeah, right? Wow. Like, this is crazy stuff, man. Well, saying? and like, if you're living, I mean, and most of these stories took place a long time ago, but a few of them have been more modern, like the. I think that crocodile. I think I think the name is Gustav. I think he's still alive. Yeah, I've heard about that. Last Gustav time I guy. looked. Yeah. So it's still happening. And who expects to get eaten by an animal today? Yeah. You know, we think we've left that behind, but you know, we're never in, as in control as we think we are. We just all assume we're gonna die from cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Eight people die a year from ants, and just Jesus, really. And in America, right. we were talking. Um, ants are crazy. In in this film. Val Kilmer builds this rickety little thing to hold himself up on. Yeah, it's like a perch. It's a there. it's a perch he he builds to shoot the lions in a clearing without a tree. So he, you know, he thinks the lions won't be able to climb it and it's a good vantage point and he falls off of it because he gets attacked by an owl. Yeah. 
Owls Owl, are bastards. Owls attack everything. Owls yeah. are mean and they're silent. Their wings are specially yeah. designed and they're Yeah. So, you know, animal attacks can happen to even Val Kilmer. <laughs> it wasn't scripted. An owl just swooped in and attacked him and they just made yeah. it part of the movie. Instead of making it like they're actually getting mad like they ruined my shot, but no, I think this works. <laughs> it's like one of those rare moments like that that time like an extra threw a beer bottle at John Malkovich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, it just became part of the art. <laughs> it just worked. You know, I think kind of crazy about this movie, right? It's like fifty-five million dollar budget. Like most of that, like went to the lions, right? Like well, I gotta feel like, like, because the lions are like the best part of the movie. The lions are the best part of the movie, but there's uh, there's a few shots. Uh, the establishing shot of the camp pans out, and it's ninety-six. So you know, computer graphics haven't totally taken over yet. So they pan out, and it's a huge camp filled with a moving train, lots of tents, extras, people lumbering around with tools. And any time a movie takes the time to have an establishing shot with more than 200 extras, I always kind of just tip my hat and go, well yeah. done. Like, you know, that's that's a difficult thing to do yeah. and, and arrange, and, and I appreciate the effort. There's yeah. also, towards the end, they light a fire, and they just light a fire in the bushes, and you can see it spreading. I'm like, I wonder what they did after this shot. And in the background, they have huge, they have a huge fire going all like through the grass you know in the background and it's a real fire yeah. it's not like a modern jungle book cgi fire that you can just you know i like that movie though i like that movie too i'm just saying like you could tell it's a fire yeah back in the day and i know i keep saying this every movie that we have you just had to light shit on fire yeah, you just had to do it and <laughs> i appreciate that yeah or you'd have to have them that in the background and layer it so that the fire is behind your actor and all that junk but either way you, it's not faked. It's it's an illusion, but it's it's real. You can see it, and it's it's interactable. Yeah. You know, it's it's part of the frame. It's part of the scene, and I really, really, really enjoy practical effects. Oh yeah, man. What's why Fury Road was so awesome. Yeah. Not to go off on Fury Road again. We do a. Fury I'm gonna get Road. in a timeout for that one. No, that's fine. You can bring up Fury Road. Fury Road is like your army hammer. Oh. You know, know, it has to be mentioned. I'm telling you, we gotta watch that one movie, the uh, Call Me by Your Name or whatever, because he plays like a, he's like apparently like a weird movie. Yeah. Um, he was in one recently. I think it was. Uh, um, it's about an African American telemarketer. What was it? it? Was like, excuse me for something. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the name, but that movie looked weird and a lot of fun. I didn't see it. I saw the trailers, but I'm really looking forward to see that movie. Yeah. Some somebody knows what it is. It's not me. All right. all right, I think we squeezed all we can on the Ghost of Darkness. <laughs> there's, there's not a whole well, lot to the movie besides lion attacks. Yeah, no, I know. All right, so movie. final thoughts slash grade. Oh boy. Well, you said uh, like fifty percent, so that's an F, right? I know it's kind of hard to say because I feel like only fifty percent of the movie worked, but the lion attacks were so good. Yeah. I don't feel right about giving the movie an F. A D sounds wrong too, but at the same time, a C sounds a little too high. Go. So I'm, I'm gonna go with a C minus for right. the Ghost in the Darkness, just because of their amazing lion work. Tomas, final thoughts and grade. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I feel like it'd be fun to watch probably with your friends. I don't know how. Yeah. Well, just for me, because we were like joking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch this Make movie with friends or inebriated. Or inebriated. Well, too. I never support alcohol use, but you I'm know, not sure how it's done. To up each their just, own. Right. If I was just watching it by myself, I'm not sure how I would. Yeah. Like if it, if it was my first time watching, I'm not sure how I would have 
yeah. impressed itself in my mind, but that's like seventy four point eight percent. All right, so I you're gonna see. give me a, all right. Let's see, <laughs> I was like seventy four point eight. Yeah, it's almost a seventy five. Yeah, mm-hmm. all it's right. A little C. It's all C. Well, for me, like I absolutely love this movie because I watched it as a little kid, and anything you watch as a kid is always better, you know. And mm. I don't, I don't though? think it. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as everyone thinks it is. It's it's not a bad movie. It's just beyond I, the lines. It I doesn't really, leave much of an impression. Because I thought this was worth watching and be like a fun little romp, which I guess is no, successful. No, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. But I mean, like you know, I don't know. I dig the hell out of this movie. So of course I'm gonna give it an A because I love this movie, and I guess because I picked it, I gotta give it an A, right? <laughs> Sure, but still. Still waiting for the day when I give a bad, uh, bad Shakes grade. Shakes the clown. Did I really? It wasn't a good grade. Oh, man. It wasn't an A, though. Oh, I'm sorry, man. No, it's okay. I didn't give it an A, either. Right. I just thought you might enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I... This is fun, though. Yeah. Okay. It was worth doing. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it. Yep. Bye. Yeah. Thank you.